Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Where is this place anyway? That way. Way. The shortest distance between any two points is a straight line. Miss Houston, trust me, it's a jungle out there. Scheiße! This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Hello. And welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 567. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Just because you've got John Rise Davies in this doesn't make it Raiders of the Lost Ark Dunaway. Oh, bad date, Scott. Bad date. Oh, hi. <laughs> this week on Film Sack, we roll our soup bowl back to the 1980s to have an archaeological pre-World War II race with the Germans to reach a biblical treasure that everyone says doesn't exist, all while avoiding being killed by the local inhabitants. Oh, you've seen this one already? Have you? And everybody's face melts at the end. You say, ha, you wish. Nope. <laughs> the only face melting happening here is when you try to boil your face off in a pot of onion soup to escape the feeling that you get when, your gram- when you ask your grandma to make you a movie starring Harrison Ford and she brings home Richard Chamberlain yelling, <laughs> I've got it. Worst catchphrase to throw <laughs> explosives ever. I mean, why not? It's dynamite. As long as you're borrowing things, why not borrow from the great Jimmy Walker? Oh, that's where you draw the line. Okay, canon films. But Brian, this movie is based on the 1885 novel and has a history that lasted up to the 1950s film that was much beloved by that generation. If anything, that other movie stole from us. Oh, shut up. You know what you did. Anywho, I'm done having this imaginary argument that never happened. Now, somebody fetch me Marion. I mean, Miss Houston in short round. Ah, um, bopopopo. Yeah, that's it. Get that guy. And now we start our journey to the mines of Moria. I mean, the boobs of Sheba. Bryce Davies, what are you doing here? Are you here to save me from bad dates? What? You're the bad guy. Ah, screw it. Randy, boil that pot of onions. I'm taking the easy way out. <laughs> <laughs> These just get better and better. <laughs> they really do. Oh, my Lord. And I, I trimmed it down as much as I could. I bet you and did. I tried to read That's it the condensed that. version? Yeah. <laughs> I like that, you're, that you assume that soup is purely onion, because it probably it's was. Onions. It looked like yeah. all yeah. onions. Yeah. yeah. Gross. And then they were kissing in it. Ah, uh, oh, what's gross uh, Brian out the most? Yeah, what grossed you out? All right, uh, well done. Uh, let's see. Now we have Randy. Uh, he's the kind of German that goes through three whips during his interrogations. Oh. Jordan. Hello, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Did I ever tell you boys about the time I moved to England and then King George moved me to Swaziland to to run the only portable gramophone service company south of the Sahara <laughs> Desert? True story. Yeah. That little business was called 10,000 grams of phone. You see, mm. see, 
a hundred a hundred years ago, like today, people were real excited about taking some music with them everywhere they went, and vinylite discs were all the rage. After our Lord and Savior Eldridge Johnson cast down the demon Thomas Edison and his ridiculous cylinder recordings, <laughs> that the name ten thousand grams of phone referred to how we manufactured a gramophone that weighed no more than ten kilos, so you could carry. <laughs> it most anywhere by nailing straps to it like a gun and boy we sold a lot of them we sold 10 kilogram field gramophones as fast as we could make them and by that i mean as fast as the hundreds and hundreds of indentured servants we had could be incited to make them you know what i mean i don't need to explain that part right let's just not talk about it let's you know Let's go on to Brian Ibbett singing or something. <laughs> Wagner. Wow. You really went down a rabbit hole, didn't you? Yeah. You didn't mean to. But you did. But you did. But you did. All right. With us finally. Brian, more like King Solomon's green screens, Ibbett. Uh, Ugh. Singing. Jeez. How dare you? <laughs> Come listen, my friends, and I will regale the adventurer Quartermain in his African tale. From Ooh. the jungles of Zimbabwe to the plains of the savannah, his name was Alan, but we named the dog. It, oh, wait, wait, oh. sorry. Let me let me get back on track. Hold on a second. <laughs> so Alan set out with his sidekick, Jesse, who whines to rescue her father and find King Solomon's mines. Many adventurers set out on a quest just to see him beneath the breasts of Sheba, which belongs in a... Uh, Oh, okay, hold on. Something different. I'm continuing. Their journey through dangers like train fights in a crock and a giant clay cauldron where they could, where they were almost soup stock, trapped oh. in a vault where the ceiling would crush their bones. When Jesse told him she loved him, but there was no time for lot. Doc, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Their narrow escapes with Mbopo by his side, though on anything with a motor, he would not ride. The mines were found, and the end of the story finds Quartermain safe, even though he chose. Oh, hold on, let me do that again. Finds Quartermain safe with his fortune and glory. Okay, hold on. Last time, last time I've got this. Finds Quartermain safe. But don't look, Marion. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> All right. Before we take so much heat from a bunch of olds, we know olds. that Quartermain yeah. existed before Came Indiana first. Jones, and we know yeah. that Indiana Jones is, is kind of uh, lifted from it. We know that. All right. I love, I love that you think that the olds are still alive who would complain there's about also, that. That's there's true. Also, there's also, or, or would even care about this show. Yeah, right, there's also right. a lot of things that I just want you to know right now. We know we're going to get to a lot of things in this episode. Please just bear with us. We're going to get to it. There's yeah. a lot of things behind this movie that are um, notable. Let's just say notable. Sure, sure. But my, my, my main point is Indiana Jones is you know they did it better or they took what was there and said yeah. hey let's yeah. take this in a direction that is actually uh gonna be right. the new standard look 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 here look here canon films and other uh, oh, uh let's, old... let's boil it down to where it really is boil golan it, yeah. globus mm. uh, right, go, okay you're right right golan, yeah, golan globus, globus you're right, the you're folks right. Who, who brought you're us right. masters of the universe texas chainsaw right. massacre 2 and they, uh, superman for the had, quest for peace at this point they had purchased canon films so it was them um, oh, I thought and, it was the other way around. I thought that they oh. just they called themselves Canon Films after after Golan Globus didn't <laughs> didn't make any traction. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but yeah, can imagine why uh, not? I don't. Was, I can't uh, understand anything with the word globus in it. Didn't catch <laughs> on, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it uh, doesn't sound. It doesn't sound Latin enough for you to yeah, sound like, like it has gravitas. It just sounds <laughs> like. Let's face it. You guys had all forgotten about the Alan Quartermain until we had our little Indiana Jones, and you was all like, "Oh yeah." Remember Alan? Well, Quartermain? when I was a kid, sure. I didn't know. I had, I just thought it was Indiana yeah. Jones because I hadn't seen any yeah. of this Quartermain yeah. business. And then uh, here's the other funny thing: I didn't know King Solomon's Mines or its follow up that they co- they filmed back to back. Forgot the name. Yes. Lost City something. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Lost City of Gold. Yeah, we're yeah, not watching that. Uh, we're not watching that. Why not? not? It was oh my the, god, we have to watch that film. now. All right, it's maybe. the summer you of just, sequels, <laughs> as you just said. And again, this is one of those many little notable things about this. It was filmed back to back, Scott. Yeah, it's it's going to be the most contiguous you could ever get with two movies. Yeah, it's like watching. I don't know what they did that with Lord of the Rings, I guess. And yeah, uh, that what, Harry Potter thing. Yeah, two, the two parter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it happens for sure. But I guess what I'm saying is, uh, so I didn't know these existed, and I was. Super into oh, movies really? in 1985. I had no idea that this was a thing at all. I knew that, you know, Indiana Jones uh, or Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom had already come out uh, by this time, a year previous for Temple of Doom than this. And then this thing hits, and I don't know a damn thing about it. Never heard of it until we brought it up on this show and said, I, hey, we should watch oh, that. And really? I went, I oh, I love it. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it back in the day, and I still love it, but not for. I, I love it because it's basically just a spoof off Indiana. Jones. They they knew what they were making. They knew it's, what they were making, and they were well, trying to make it. Spoofy. Yeah, but they but they did the one thing that just pisses me off with with parody, where they keep just one, the one foot out of parody just in right. case, right? Like just in case, just in case people think this is you know good and serious. We're gonna we're not gonna really. <laughs> Delve fully, into the fully admit we're not going to exactly. look at the camera and wink right it's such gonna, a cop out it pisses me off <laughs> you know and, and this is not this is not the only one there's been plenty of movies that, that are like this and yeah. it almost never works uh we haven't yet sacked romancing the stone and oh, yeah. um you know another thing same time frame just like a year before this and i i really genuinely feel like uh the, these this sort of go on an adventure in a faraway land thing mm-hmm, that's yeah. the right motif for we're gonna make some jokes guys but this is a serious adventure but you're gonna laugh by hope yeah. man and it's it's not easy to make me laugh in in these kinds of things right like yeah. you did you did you feel like the movie was trying too hard um, at times 100 trying too hard yeah. all the time oh. I felt like it like was when, always trying to freaking Sharon Stone is watching the other plane spiral down and she's twisting and turning her head like that's the only way she can watch it. <laughs> that was her so face stupid. Is, her face is where she's in that plane, man. Now that's a really good point. That's her foot firmly in parody town. Yeah. And then yeah. but then they don't it, I'm I'm hundred percent with Ibbot's take there. I just I the whole time and I read a bunch of reviews on this thing where people mm-hmm. are like now that I'm older, I think I finally get it. The movie's supposed to be a parody yeah. of these things. I'm right, like, exactly. Yeah. Congratulations. It, it's, it either should be obvious or, or so, well, it should be obvious. There's no or. It should be obvious. Yeah. If okay. So here's, here's a question. Here's a question yeah. for you. Yeah, sure. um, this movie uh, has something that is absolutely stuck in the 1980s. And, and it, it's uh, like soon Sharon after Stone. this time, <laughs> soon after this time, no one ever did this anymore for laughs, but for decades and decades, it was apparently really funny to have someone cover their face with their hands in, yes. in, oh, in the face sure. of danger. Bo, 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 bo. Everyone yeah. in this yeah. movie, everyone except Alan Quartermain himself, mm-hmm. uh, right. they, they cover their face with their hands and it's funny. You're supposed to laugh at yeah, that. Supposed to yeah. be funny. And I'm curious, 
I'm curious, what age do you think you stopped laughing at that and started just to find it annoying? Well, I, I would. <laughs> when when Peekaboo went, when Peek-a-boo yeah. went out, of, out of favor, that's when I stopped. <laughs> when it st- when Peekaboo stopped being interesting to me. <laughs> right. yeah. I know what's behind the hands. Ah, get yeah. out. A lot of things in this aren't funny. Like her watching, the, you mentioned the plane spiraling. That's not funny yeah. to watch right. that that no. way. How is that funny? That's just like right. that's that's vaudeville funny. That's like uh, it's we're so on the stage. Slapstick. Yeah, like it. You know that whole plane thing is just so irritating. Like, oh, okay, we're supposed to we're supposed to uh, suspend disbelief with parody that she can all of a sudden get a plane off the ground. It's not just push the red button and then pull the stick back. <laughs> I don't know. Planes were simpler then, right? I mean. <laughs> Oh man! And she wasn't even pulling the stick back. She was running that thing like she was uh, trying to play yeah. whack-a-mole with, uh, <laughs> with that. Quartermain. Quartermain was also yelling, don't stop it. You're trying to run me over. Yeah. With yeah. his. By the way, Alan Quartermain in the uh, in the books is British. Uh, they have a British actor here. Why didn't they do that? Yeah. Oh, and no, in the kidding. books, the, the books would have been pre-World War II. So, I mean, they definitely wrote their own treatment and brought uh, – him into a more modern world there in the eighties. Not much though. Right before the world war two. Yeah. Not much though, because I gotta, I gotta come back to Scott saying they have a British actor here. Do you mean John Reese Davies? No, no, no. I'm talking about no, no, the character. No, I'm saying Richard Chamberlain is, is is British. No, he's not. He's not. I don't think he's Californian. What? (laughs) That guy. Oh, the why didn't they lead into his Californian accent? Hold now, on a second. I was sworn he, he was from fan. Britain. Why do I not know this? Now because, I'm annoyed. Because his he name fills. is Chamberlain. He has yeah, to he be. Uh, he's Lord, like he's Lord Chamberlain. I mean, of Lord course. Chamberlain. Oh, yeah, shit. Or in Beverly Hills. <laughs> All right. So there's two things at play here. There's two things at play. Three things. My mom's obsession with the Thornberry thing back in the day. Thornbirds, sure. Thornbirds, whatever. Oh, like the, the cartoon. Yeah, the wild Thornberries. And then Shogun. In 1980, where he also donned a British accent. Yeah, yeah. And then his name. Those three things, I think, have made yeah. me think for... Uh, yeah. Until this yeah. moment in time, I thought Richard Chamberlain was a British guy. Oh, you know what else? Yeah. It even says it in the trivia in this movie. It says... Oh, no, no. Okay. But they just mm-hmm. added to my my mythos. It said that uh, in the books, he was British. Here, we have an American. But in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, why would you have Chamberlain, who's British? Oh, shit. I was wrong about the whole thing. <laughs> so, oh, I thought so, you made the character. And, was, was and like, I yeah. didn't realize he was closeted. I, oh, I, right. I think I knew that, but I had oh. forgotten it. And it's so, so, uh, you, you know, so much a, attention with uh, what Rock Hudson that we didn't even see Richard Chamberlain mm. as a boy in the eighties. I also had a heterosexual mother who, you know, was, who <laughs> okay. considered like what there were two, <laughs> there were two leading men in the world that my mother would have forsaken her family to go have sex. With. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they were Robert Redford and Richard Chamberlain. Yeah, your yeah. mom is my mom, dude. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. She says the same thing. Your mom thing. is my mom and everybody's mom. My mom also, yeah, my mom also put a, yeah. a, a Magnum PI on there. What's his name? Um, oh, Tom Selleck. Yeah, or Tom other Selleck Alan Quartermain. Wasn't he, didn't he do Alan Quartermain or something? Oh, no. You know, I think, did he do something? Or was that just that? He did, a, he did an Alan Quartermain-like film. Yeah, it was, it was the, an Alan Quartermain. It was the, the Piggly Wiggly one, not Piggly Wiggly. What was it called? Uh, down Piggly's Wiggly. What's oh, Quiggly Down Under. Quiggly Down Under. Was another here. one that was like an adventure <laughs> one, like a like an Indiana Jones style. Yeah, there was, was. There was. I'm trying to remember. I thought it was a made for TV. Was, you movie know what? Though, that's probably just the fact that didn't he audition to be Indiana Jones? He did. Famously, oh, famously yeah. did. That's, I think that's what I'm. Thinking I thought that of. was. I thought he auditioned for Han Solo. No wait. No, he. It was Indiana Jones, and they did that. He turned. He turned it down. He was offered the job. He turned. 
turned it down because he wanted to do Magnum. So yeah, I that's right. Pick, pick I want to do Magnum. So my- and in the eighties, it was like every two years, and this actually starts in seventy eight. Every two years, Richard Chamberlain would appear in a TV something. Yeah, and and get my mom really worked up. Like they, because it would be advertised for weeks in advance. Like she'd be all on dad. It starts, it starts, it started with a 1978. Would be like nothing happening else on that day. You're not going to yeah. soccer practice. Nothing. Yeah. It, it started with the 1978 TV special, the good doctor. Yeah. And he, he was the good doctor. And then a couple of years later, uh, Shogun, which was, um, which was shown on TV in five parts. And so it, it they, they drug it out over like two weeks and it was like such a big deal to to see right. Richard Chamberlain. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think my mom actually paid attention to the plot. I'm not sure about that. I know my mom <laughs> never then, did. My so mom then a couple of years later, um, he's in Thornbirds, right? Yeah. And then and then he really steers into the skid, and it's like this is what Richard Chamberlain is doing. This is his career. And so when he's making this movie that we watched, right? When he's when he's making King Solomon's Mines, yeah. he's also in the midst of the cook and Peary movie and uh wallenberg was a thing on tv and he had a tv special called the miracle and it just goes he was um uh he he was in a mini series that was called dream west i don't know if you remember this but i sure do i don't remember dream and, west but i bet my mom does i don't know anything don't about it except that it starred richard chamberlain on tv is this our and second course, our second exposure to him on the show i think we did what inferno towering inferno had this had oh, him in he, it that's right oh is he in that okay. yeah he was the 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 designer of the thing right right he was the architect um let me make sure i'm not making Is that, that right I think so. I think it feels right. It sounds right. He yeah. was in yeah. the Towering Inferno. Yes. Yes. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, he okay, was in that. Sure so he's a, that's our second. Call. We've only got two Chamberlains then under our belt. How come we haven't watched uh, the Swarm? We've got both Chamberlains loaded. Irwin mm-hmm. Allen disaster film about uh, bees. Bees. Oh, the Swarm. Right. Doctor Hubbard. Uh, let's see here. Seventy-eight. Why don't we watch that? Michael Caine, Catherine Ross, Richard Chamberlain, Livy de Havilland. This is the one where they park the car in a cold yeah. um uh, like baseball stadium football stadium and that's how they kill the bees is they get, it's cold in there it's air conditioned well, so we we <laughs> sacked oh, really? the okay. swarm the movie the swarm we sacked that we did the swarm but not this one. all i remember about that this is, is we didn't do this one though. i think we did do this one hold on <laughs> what movie was it that had ant no in the way bee really yeah i think we did this does not look familiar to me at all i think the millions of bees clip came, came from yeah the swarm we millions did it we did it all right, it had Richard Chamberlain in it. Sure did. So Wait three chambers. That's the same same one. It's not a different the swarm. Nope, same Looks one. Like the same one. It's the one with. It's I. The reason it ring Michael Caine's the part that's ringing a bell for me, and I'm looking at it here, and this is exactly the one we watched. Yep. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I guess the only other one is from 2020, and, and uh, bee, that ain't it. Bees, bees, millions <laughs> that of bees. It. That ain't it. Yep. Huh. The yeah. Other, you never know, uh, man. You know, the other Richard geez. Chamberlain movie that I guessed we might have sacked or we might sack in the future is Bird of Prey. What's that? It's a 95 movie. Um, is that a takeoff on Condor? Condor no, Man? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a it's a revenge thriller. Um, oh, sweet. Oh. Uh, Jennifer Tilly's in it. That's all I can see. Yeah. Oh. Oh, um, but the reason we haven't, the reason we haven't seen more Richard Chamberlain is because he was making TV movies and TV yeah. series. Killing and it. He, he okay. capped that run in the eighties with Casanova. He literally played Casanova in a TV series movie called Casanova. 
And then he finally uh, came out of the closet. And oh. that was kind of it. He's not, you know, after that. And of course, also in 1987, he's like 54 and he's not going to be playing too right. many more of these. Like, what, what is he worried about? I, he's got did, King Solomon's Mind's money. What is <laughs> I didn't realize he was in uh, that most recent Twin Peaks revival thing. The most oh, yeah, recent yeah. thing he he's the, done. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. a bit role as an old yeah. man, though. Yeah. Well, I mean. He's in a couple play? other things. Yeah. He's in Finding Julia. He was in in what 2019. Yeah, but yeah, you're an old what man. You play an old man. He, <laughs> he was the he was the high father in that Justice League Gods and Monsters uh, uh, animated feature thing. That was good. He's he's now 88, and the thing that the thing in looking at his biography that blew my mind the most was that he was in a long term relationship with his partner. Uh, wrote about it in his biography. That's kind of how he. Uh, sort of stepped away from this playing the heterosexual leading man thing. And then at age 76, he and his life partner uh, divorced. Mm. At, oh, wow. And like, that's just, I don't know why it just that long. Jeez. struck that's me. Always, it's like, it always, it always strikes me as weird. Anybody over like 70 who gets a divorce. I'm like, hey, where are you going, man? Where, yeah, where are you going to go? Are you going to start over? Are you going uh, you know? <laughs> to start over? What are you just, just, you going to get uh, back in the Dayton pool? Are you there? Is yeah, just, just, just give up, man. Just do like the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> do like the rest of us. Just give up. Uh, it's awesome. Just give up. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm celebrating my 30th anniversary this week. And, uh, and I realize that puts me in this, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's rare the minority. Stratus, it's the, it's the minority of, of numbers or whatever. Uh, Ibit is also in that. In that. That's right. Welcome to the Thirty Club. Yeah, we're in the Thirty <laughs> Club. Right. But uh, uh, I cannot like the idea of even now, and I'm nowhere near anywhere in my seventies. But at fifty three, do Just I do what everybody else does? Get separate rooms. Don't see each other. <laughs> I do like Ricky and Lucy. Just get separate beds. You would be. You would not. You would not believe the number of people that I talk to once they get over sixty or so. It's like oh, we don't sleep together anymore. I sleep in one room. They sleep in the other. It's it's so super common. I didn't. It's I never so thought it would weird be super to me. Common, I can't even imagine that. I just. I really like my wife. Yeah, I, that's my <laughs> grandparents. My grandparents slept. Together until you know until the end. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I know lots of people who do that. They say Did they oh, die yeah, in the end. Did room. they die in the same bed at the same time, same place? No, same? they took turns. Oh, okay, one and then the other. Okay, <laughs> that's usually how it goes. Oh, yeah. That's usually how it goes. Sometimes yeah, you get yeah. full uh, Romeo Juliet, but not always. I get it. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, back to the point here. This Quartermain business. It's not the first Quartermain movie though, because technically the uh, extraordinary 19, gentleman thing. Nineteen fifty. Yeah. I love this part of the story. No, I mean for so, us, we did the uh, the extraordinary gentleman deal. Uh, it was right. supposed oh, to be Quartermain. Right, right, that's right. Yeah. right. Yeah. We did have, we had the character yeah. Alan Quartermain, but the last proper yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Quartermain before that was the 1950s, which is funny because this was 1985 and this came out, and a lot of the critics were mad because this didn't live up to the 1950s movie. So think, it's mm-hmm. 35 years. So think back 35 years, what movie that we loved, and then go. Oh my God! They're making another one in mm. bitching yeah. about it. Sound yeah. familiar? Yeah, right. Yeah, do it well, all sounds the time. like something that we do today. Right. Mm. Wow. I, I do think. Why it's a do little... they need to remake Alan Quartermain? We had a perfectly good one <laughs> <laughs> from thirty-five a... years ago. Come on! Yeah. Don't you think that it's a little different in terms of tech, the advance of technology? Like between nineteen fifty and nineteen eighty-five. That was a massive thirty-five year difference. Mm. Like there was yeah. everything changed. Yeah. But the comparison of uh, the budget they probably had for the nineteen fifties movie, if you uh, accounted for inflation, 
it was probably cost a whole lot more than this. Than oh this, gosh, uh, yes. This yeah. tiny, smaller budget King Solomon's Mines that we got in 1985. So well, here's the good news: our 35 years ago. Uh, movie that would have been the one right now in theaters that we should look back on and think of in this way was right uh, the worst DC film ever made, I believe. <laughs> Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Yeah, the other right, right. Another Golan Globus production. Yeah. yeah. Go oh, is Globus? it really? Holy shit! Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, they did someone so said that much. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made that they with were the red, ones red who, on airlight. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they were do. the ones who owned the uh, rights to Spider Man for all the way through the eighties. We almost got Krypton a Spider Man movie nice. from these guys. Yeah, the Red Krypton well, Planet. Uh, check this out though, RoboCop also. So that's cool. That happened. Uh, well, and there were some pretty yeah. good movies in nineteen eighty-seven, yeah. right? Like yeah. we. Uh, I'm trying to think of some. We saw a uh, oh, Full Metal Jacket was 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, the Untouchables. I think The Untouchables. That was 87. Oscars, right? yeah, that was a great movie. Speaking of uh, quartermain um, actor uh, uh, Kevin Cutter. Having a hard time not just not naming Schwarzenegger movies. Um, <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. Like he made like three movies in one year. Yeah. That was his like, that was the peak. That was peak Schwarzenegger. Yeah. yeah. Although I think he's peak now because I think he's cooler well, old, but sure. Oh, cooler now, oh. but movie peak. Then. Yeah, you're right. I, you know, right. you know, my favorite movie, I just remember my favorite movie from 1987 was Good Morning Vietnam. That's right. There you go. Yeah, let's see. make another one, but let's cut the budget. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> cut that budget like, let's make a parody of it. <laughs> let's make a parody and cut the budget. So, and, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm guessing people looking back on this then were just annoyed because in the same way we would be if they said, you know, what's a good 85 movie that we like if they said, hey, we're remaking um, Back to the Future. And let's say they did a terrible yeah. job at it. Mm-hmm. We'd be up in arms people would be well, yeah. they're kind like of doing that now parody, lost boys yeah. they're redoing isn't oh, they doing that. a tv show or a is it another movie lost boys yeah but it uh, could be good see that's the trick it could be good sure yeah so, so that's the I thing mean, i think if this would have been yeah. good i think people would have been like oh right, right we're back. A, uh, princess uh, princess bride yay so we all agree choice. that that's a great great movie yeah 35 years old 35 i i just want to break your heart though if someone did remake good morning vietnam right now yeah uh, I think it would star Pete Davidson. <laughs> Interesting. No, I guess, no okay, you so, can't see that. That's a horrible idea. Don't do that. Oh my god. So gosh. would you guys consider would you guys consider Bloomhouse to be the current no. kind of yeah, middle yeah, tier like, middle tier uh you know production? Not quite Hollywood. I would I would go so top. far as like Troma. I think Bloomhouse is I starting to come into a little its own too, I think too Troma's low. a little too low. That's more like Roger Corman. During the eighties, yeah, but Bloomhouse Bloomhouse has big has like what well, Canon did some too. respect Canon was doing some good stuff, some respect for me. Totally yeah, agree. Even, totally agree. You, you yeah. look at you look at RoboCop, and it's still it's it succeeds <laughs> it's in RoboCop. spite of its cheesiness, right? It, it succeeds <laughs> right. in spite of its smarm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But trauma uh, is nowhere near. No, you're right. There, there's there's something level. between Bloomhouse and Trauma that is. You the think it's something lower? Yeah. Well, you think yeah. Don't, that? don't forget Bloomhouse. Bloomhouse, Bloomhouse has is... these movies in their list. They have Get Out. They have Split. They have yeah, Insidious. Yeah. They have mostly horror movies. Obviously, yeah. Um, they have earned. Yeah. They've but earned my respect. Uh, they're lower lower production cost stuff like the Black Phone. The Black Phone. Mm-hmm. You guys. Oh, finished, I love the Black Phone. Recommended it. Yeah, I loved it. So the. So the thing, the problem is that there's such towering top tier studios right now and have been for a while that the, the studios that are making all the movies are Paramount, Disney, Universal, Warner Brothers, Sony, and then down quite a ways Columbia. Like the, it's those five and then you go down quite a ways. You have Columbia still in the top tier and they are sucking up everything, right? 
Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, pronounce it char. For every ten billion dollars spent this year making movies, those studios are spending nine point five billion of it. Right? Yeah. Right. And yeah. and so like really anything that isn't a studio I just named is going to be, you know, you're going to be impressed if they're yeah. actually making movies that people see. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, their highest rated film, by the way, is still nope or not nope. Um, Get Out is their biggest. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And like as I said, it it's it's, yeah. it's not that they don't make good movies. It's not that Canon didn't release at least a few good movies. It's just that overall, their primary core seems to be movies that eh, you know. Well, at eh, least in Blumhouse's case, you can good. say they're very genre focused, right? They just are. Yes. Let's do let's do thrillers and horror, and that's it. That's all we're going to do. Because of Speaking because of, of the landscape, you can make one great movie as a studio and suddenly you're on the map. Like uh A24 right. with everything everywhere all at once, mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. on the map. Like mm-hmm. came out on a uh, Crunchyroll is now mm-hmm. a known <laughs> studio. But that's all by Sony now, right? Yeah, so Sony really bought them. Up? Yeah, they just bought yeah. them. So they're part they of Columbia. The Columbia thing technically is Sony also, right? Sony owns Columbia, I think. I think. I think you're right. Do I have that right? I think so. Hold I think on. you're right. Uh, while we're yes, on the but- subject of uh, studios, uh, the very first note I wrote down about this film is about the title card. Uh, Metro Goldwyn Meyer, right? They snatched up all, almost all of these. Uh, yeah, uh, Golden Globus. Um, <laughs> why do they have have to have the words trademark? All big in their their uh, logo, right, like, right. trademark. In case you didn't trade know, the mark trade. That was a thing mark. back in the day for a lot of movies, but I felt like that was waning at this era. So why did that happen? Yeah, and yeah. why not? They probably could take that off. Now. I agree. They probably don't need to keep it on there. It's like me putting logo on the next logo. logo. Yeah. Um, I was for the for the those count, keeping track at home. Yes, Sony Pictures Motion Picture Group owns. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah. They picked them know, up a couple roll. years ago. You know who owns MGM now? Mm. Amazon. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Wait. continued. That didn't happen. Oh, yeah, it did happen, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did happen. Yeah, that's right. That's why they have all those Bond movies. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that makes and, sense. That explains and that's, it. And that that's the weirdness with The Handmaid's Tale, right? It's Handmaid's Tale now is going to be only on Amazon. Oh, I missed oh, that. Interesting. Did that... That's not on Hulu next season, final season nope. or whatever. Really, final not, season will be over it, on Amazon. Weird. Not, unless Hulu spends a bunch of money to to get it. You know, I wow. didn't know that. That's insane. There also there's some rumor they're buying buying EA. That may have been debunked in the last couple of days, but there was some talk they were going to buy Electronic Arts, uh, Amazon. That is, which is wait, is Handmaid's Tale over? Handmaid's Tale might might no no no. It's still got no, a season. No, there's coming. one more season. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're season right. five of Handmaid's. I know. I thought the same thing. It was like, oh, that felt like an ending to me. And Tina's like, nope. There's one more season. <laughs> yeah, she's got to get a revenge. Got one more to go, buddy. She's got to get her revenge, man. She got to yeah, get exactly. back in there. Okay, so here's what we know about that. Just real quick, trailer five. Oh, I don't see anything about where it's being. It just talks about the trailer, and that's it. Well, that's crazy. Moving, moving streaming services. Well, this is like Jag when it went from CBS to NBC or whatever it was. Yeah. Remember that Jag when totally, ja- yeah. Jag got moved around. The big companies just keep getting bigger, don't they? <laughs> that's they just right. Keep gobbling up the little guy. When we're gonna have some good smaller stuff? Yeah, no I kidding. miss Golden Globus now. Now, now you want Globus in your life? <laughs> you want a more Globus society? <laughs> Uh, you need me on that, <laughs> Catherine. Uh, I mean, okay, so here's a question: Is is this I, okay? This movie definitely steals a lot from Indiana Jones. Yes, uh, and so I mean, it kind of took the 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 cutter and said, "Here you go." 
but didn't it also take some things from Romancing the Stone, oh, yeah. which was what eighty four, and yeah, also sure. my favorite part of the trivia where the where they ask and say, "Give me that stone lady for <laughs> this part." Cool. Can we can we please have scrutiny? We yeah, like, I, I scrutiny hold this bullshit, but I don't care. It's Scrut- an amazing story. They said, "Give that stone lady," referring to. Uh, Kathleen to Kathleen Turner. Turner in Romance in the Stone, and they thought they meant Sh- uh, Sharon Stone. Oh, really? I love oh, the story. Mm. No way that's I'm true. Keeping it. I just I don't think it's true. It. I don't you care. I'm keeping it. Because <laughs> Sharon Stone already had starred in a feature film before this. This was not her first. Right. No. And there's but she's no just... Kathleen Turner at this point. <laughs> no, I totally agree. I absolutely right. totally agree. At this point. I'm just saying there's no way a famous actress with an agent gets right. accidentally with an agent. hired and continues to work. And so <laughs> on. Like sure there's no one. An agent. Yeah. yeah there's no point. way that story's real. It's no. just can't be. In fact, it may be real. I know, but it does feel like it's such a, Oh, me you have my... you. it's like the three's company misunderstanding <laughs> level. Yeah. Let me it have is. my stories. Mr. Furley came in. Furley listening together. on the other side yeah. of the door. No, I guess I need to get Sharon stone. <laughs> oh, Andy. <laughs> All oh, right. we're going to the lady then. I, uh, I have some other scrutiny for trivia. This one also seemed like bullshit to me. According to Richard Chamberlain, and again, I don't have any uh, you know, citing of, of links or quotes or anything here. It just says he says it. it says, Sharon Stone was extremely uh, difficult to work with to the point that many of the cast and crew didn't want to talk to her. At one point, crew members urinated in the bathtub in her trailer it was only when she stepped in her milk bath that she noticed the odor. Her milk bath. <laughs> As that goes, it requires more scrutiny. Yeah. At, at first, yeah. you're like, yeah, that happens. And then with each new fact you yeah. laid on, yeah. it's yeah. Like in her milk bath. It feels like what? that piece of trivia was contributed by somebody who really hates Sharon Stone. Yeah. Or, yeah. or at the, yeah. I don't know, like, what, how do you go from. The cat, many of the cast and crew didn't want to talk to her. To some of the crew peed in her tub. Yeah, like, right. Come well, on, yeah. come on. I don't know. I don't By buy the that. Way, um, yeah. there was just like there was a number in here for how much money Turner turned down, and it that was a little bit of scrutiny for me. What one point five was like something crazy? No, it was like twelve point five million. It was oh, like that's oh, the whole budget. Right, she would have been the most <laughs> highly paid actress in history. If she'd taken it, I can't, I can't find it, but it's in there somewhere. Mm. And mm. I just like, oh, you don't need to, you know, for things to be fun and interesting, you, they don't need to be so extreme. Right. She wasn't, Here's something you can't scrutinize. Patrick Swayze was in King Solomon's Minds from 2004 TV miniseries. Yeah, I knew it was a Hallmark, series. Yeah. Hallmark yeah. film. Uh, oh, was it a Hallmark film? Yeah. Two-parter. That's not a miniseries. The two-parter is not a miniseries. You got to have at least three to be a miniseries. I think is the official series. You know what, Brian? Brian Dunaway, you're right. Kathleen Turner was offered $1.5 million to play the That's That's... That's better. I, I saw a different number elsewhere, but the actual the actual number uh, from uh, Paul Wilstein at Morning Call right. says one point. That I could believe. And I could see her going, nah, I'm good. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, that's a lot of money to walk away from in like 1984. No kidding. Right. Uh, by the way, the, the King Solomon's Minds with your with your Patrick Swayze there has higher ratings on everything uh, than this. Version. It actually wow. looks pretty good. I was I was watching the trailer earlier and I was like, hey, this actually looks good because it doesn't look like Indiana Jones ripoff it looks like eh, what i imagined the alan quarter main story would be more like which is the kind of the story we kind of get a little look at in extraordinary gentlemen so 
Uh, can I can I can I read you the whole oral history part that is the controversy that we should talk about a little bit? Yeah, do oh, it. the controversy. Give it to me. Yeah. So the film was shot on location in uh, Zimbabwe. It, it was right. uh, oh, 10 the depiction of, of natives and stuff. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. So the 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 crew included many Israelis and so, several South Africans, and so the locals that they were hiring who were all Arab <laughs> were right. all very unhappy with that fact. <laughs> and the Arab League showed up to uh, protest the depiction of these of of these their characters, like Arab characters, as slave drivers. Yeah, which makes sense. So pretty pretty hot heated yeah. topic so in that area. Richard Chamberlain tried to defend it at the time, and this is what he said: "I happen to think that people are people, and I don't care where they come from as long as they do a good job. This is a comedy." And one of the best defenses against out-of-date stereotypes is to poke fun at them. And that didn't help. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, no, it's okay because um, no. we're making fun of them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. We're it, not just depicting slaves. We're actually making fun. Yeah, yeah we're actually making was, fun of these That was probably slaves. mostly heated from that side of the world, right? Most of us were probably – we didn't read this interview. No, we didn't know because we because we were still kind of in the headspace of like, yeah, they're natives. That's what you do. Yeah, that's what you do, man. I've watched films. I've seen seen every uh, John Wayne film ever. Safari. Those are always those are super racially sensitive, aren't they? Those movies. Uh, There's another movie called High Adventure directed by Mark Roper in 2001. That was (laughs) this is horrible. So this says uh, Chris, slick, adventurous grandson of legendary adventurer Alan uh, Quartermain searches for a mythical treasure of Alexander the Great with the help of a pretty German girl while eluding Ooh. a dangerous, greedy gangster. Yeah, that's right. Chris. Chris Quartermain. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> I'm down with that. That I'd sounds that. terrible. Oh, my gosh. Was that direct-to-DVD? Man, there's a ton of these. These Quartermain things. Yeah. It's, well, it should be. It's probably in the public domain at this point, the story is. And that's the reason oh, why we yeah, got to leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. Most of that stuff was in the public domain. You just kind of pile them all in together. And so, yeah, of course. It's, did you, it's, it's did you know that this was here? I just put it in our thing. Alan Quartermain of the Temple of Skulls, 2008, rated R, uh, has a 2.3 out of 10 on, on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and we, have, we may have to track this down. This sounds like real shit. Not until we watch Romance in the Stone. We haven't watched that yet, have we? No, we haven't. Nope. We, yeah, I think it got and, pulled uh, once. And we we could just watch did. Lost Hills and, or uh, Lost City and call it good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like the Lost City of Gold. Uh, it actually is the superior of the quarter. Oh, is it now? Because opinion. everyone I talk to, including the reviews everywhere I read, say that it's the opposite. Oh of that. well, first of all, who are you talking to? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> everybody I've talked to, right? Uh, everybody I've talked to. Lot of people, seen? lot of people tell me it's a superior <laughs> film. Lot, lot, of, lot of people tell me it's. Lot of people uh, are saying. Yeah, they're right, saying. right, right. People, but, uh, people are saying, <laughs> excuse me, the people are saying it's a very popular film. I think you've been, I think you've been watching that. Um, uh, uh, I've been watching the Jamie Foxx. Jamie Fox, I only Fox watched that one, but I, great, I mean, I not know this, to, uh, but Jamie Foxx does a great. Oh, it's insane! Oh, yeah, it's Scott Ford the thing over to me. It is insane yeah. how good that is. Yeah. What are we wasting his talents on Ray Charles? No kidding. When he yeah. could be doing that. Oh, good at that too. Yeah, give up the rest of your stupid shows and movies and things you're connected to, and just do that for the rest of your life. (laughs) It's really something. Anyway, yeah. um, So we're we're making a new Alan Quartermain film, guys, and uh, it's going to star John Cena. Who's the woman? (laughs) I can't wait to bitch about it and say we already have an Alan Quartermain movie. It's called Solomon's Month. No, no. I'm saying right. I'm I'm challenging you right now. Who's the? Who are you casting 
as the the female lead in the new Alan Quartermain. So there's not really one being made with him in no. it. You made that up. All right. Um, <laughs> right. That's you're, you're that's fantasizing. Uh, I don't know that John Cena is your guy, is what I'm saying. I don't think John Cena is your guy. is what you're saying. Well, oh, sure. John Cena is my guy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He would be freaking amazing. As Quartermain? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yes. I don't know. So we got to have somebody who's age appropriate for John Cena. Because right, we're a little exactly. more sensitive. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. I would love. That would be hilarious. Thank you for talking about their age. Because she was 27 and he was 51, guys. Wow. Yeah. 27 and 51. It's fine because he wasn't interested, but he whatever. Looked, he looked right. pretty good for 51. He looked pretty pretty yeah. good. Yeah, he wasn't I interested was at all, it turns out. Turns out it was right. even in the in the freaking Union Soup Bowl, he was like, Ugh, I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> yep. Um John Cena <laughs> is still nice I, cold I, water in there. I still think Cena's a bad pick. But if you're gonna go full jokey parody good times, you know, 21 jump street sort of reboot sort of focus, like Ooh, you're just gonna cool. have a giant yeah. parody fun time, rated R romp or whatever, then yes, he's yeah. your guy. And also, Amy Poehler's a great idea in that scenario. I like it. I think Amy, yeah, as a comedy, I think that's just brilliant. That's really hard to yeah. not go You there. can go with that. Yeah. Or you know what? Re- reunite him with um, your uh, your Suicide Squad, uh, what's her uh, beak, uh, your your Margot Robbie. Get her in there. Oh, She'd yeah. be fun. Oh, Mar- oh, she's oh. too big. I, I was hoping you were going to reunite John Cena with Jennifer Holland from Peacemaker. Because okay. I, I just think, oh. like, there's something about them. They have yeah, such they, chemistry. They, they have a weird chemistry, yeah. Yeah, it's such a great show. Or have you I know what? Here we're you go. Going, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you do. No, I was going to say if we're going, if we're going something like, uh, is this made for TV or is this is this going to <laughs> theaters? <laughs> theaters, sure. That's, That's a good question. Okay. I, I think HBO I think, Max. <laughs> I think it would be a Netflix movie. Honestly, okay, Netflix movie. There we go. I need okay. to know where it's going to be at first. Yeah. All right. That's fine. Um. Oh. A good have James Gunn know. direct. Have his brother I Sean think it's time Gunn. For Amber Heard to make a, a comeback. So no, I gonna... no, I don't. <laughs> no. no, I don't want any she more talk about any of that. Yeah. yeah. If I were her, I'd just retire on whatever money you got left. And I'm not saying any. I'm not taking a position on this. I'm right. saying we right. we have ruined those people. So I don't want to see. <laughs> both did it. Of them. I don't want to see either of them. Yeah. I don't want to see Depp ever again. Yeah. I don't want to see her. I'm what done. Do think of what do we think of Chris Pine in this role as as the lady? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly would be a departure. Oh, Chris Pine's yeah. better than John Cena. If you're going, if you're being serious, like if you're going to okay. really go yeah. for I it, am, then yes. I am being serious. No, 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 no. I know. I don't mean you. I don't mean you. Rose Byrne. I don't mean you. I mean the. I mean the filmmakers. If the filmmakers are being serious, you go with Chris Pine. That's what I mean. Yeah, like unless Chris Pine and Maggie Grace. Maggie Grace is our other or Leslie yeah. Bibb, either one. You could actually switch them halfway through the film. Yeah, they're interchangeable. Do it like the twins, like the Olsen sisters. twins. You just pop one out when you need one, and you know, yeah. boom, you boom. pop one if, out. Is, um, it, is it required <laughs> that the that they be twenty four years apart? Because that would be kind of kind of fun. That gets harder. Yeah, it gets um, yeah, trickier. Chris Pine and it'd be uh, Chris Pine and like Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> sure, <laughs> I like Florence Pugh a lot. She did. I don't know. That's not even. That's not even that's close. Not, to you know, that's, years I was going to say no. that's still. That's still she, too. Close she elevates all the material she's in, so I'd probably like this better with her in it. But. but bottom line, Sharon Stone was fine. She was appropriate in every way. It was just so, everything around her was so weird. You know. Yeah, yeah. she like, was basically yeah. just playing what's her name in in Temple of Doom. Willie was, Willie yeah. Scott. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just uh, playing that whole like I'm nervous, I'm fine. scared, but then I'll accidentally do something that works, and then I'll be nervous and scared right. again, but then I'll be tough somehow, and then yeah, I'll, and that's and that's yeah. the thing. I would love to know which 
like what scenes were on in the original Alan Quartermain or taken from the book and which were like, oh, we could have a, a crushing ceiling, you know, that descends on them. Yeah. We could have yeah. a uh I think that was a problem. I don't think anything in this film was taken was, from the Alan Quartermain book. book other than you know, he was uh, uh, you know an, an English guy that was in in Africa, and that sure. yeah, he was going on. But all these old tropes had existed forever, like them cooking in a pot because yeah. they're a bunch of cannibals. And they're going to eat them in a right. giant pot. I mean, I, hell, I know 1940s Looney Tunes that had that idea. But I like, loved how stupid the tribesmen were. Tribesmen were too. They were like, oh, look, it's rocking back and forth. Perfectly normal. This is what always happens when we cook <laughs> this will, the people. This will go well. <laughs> Let's cheer. Yeah. Let's cheer it every time it rocks. It, nothing's yeah. going to go wrong. And, uh, yeah. They're stirring the soup for us. Yay! <laughs> That's my favorite part. And everyone, everyone who saw this was annoyed, right? That not only that they had corn in South Africa, that, yeah, I, but that's that they would why put I it in the onions. I wasn't oh, sure man. if there was I onions. <laughs> I saw <laughs> cucumbers. I didn't see corn. That's hilarious. Yeah. There, cucumbers were, also there was corn weird. that was half peeled. They like, okay. yeah, half corn, like, of course, it was all made of plastic. Everything in there was made of plastic. Yeah, yeah. And so you think so? Some, some of those, some like of those onions look real. Some of those onions look real. Yeah, that onion was coming apart like a real onion. She, uh, when she goes, when she gets caught, this is very early in the film, but when she gets put in a rug and then moved somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was lifted from Raiders, like straight up oh. lifted, except it wasn't a yeah. basket. That's the only difference. Marion got yeah. lost in a basket. He got confused about which one had the right basket. Turns out the right. guy he thought it did didn't. And then the basket was I kept was waiting over for there. him to shoot somebody. Yeah. I kept waiting for somebody yeah. to come along yeah. and do the flippity flips. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but they had the dynamite. I mean, and there's so much like it was. Yeah, exactly. The uh, just ripped right from Raiders and from Temple of Doom. That Kali Ma was basically that uh, Guli, whatever the the priestess, the high priestess. Oh God, was. I love yeah. it. I oh, yeah. love the, the giant uh, yeah, glowing butt plug. Yes. What was that giant goal? What did they do with that thing? The thing they pulled out of the lava to to frighten Sharon Stone? Yes. Yeah, so oh, the thing gonna... they were going to put on her head. That was is gonna, that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it was, was like a, it was it like looked the... like a butt plug. Is what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah. There was some, I haven't yeah. seen a lot of butt plugs, but that's pretty much what I think they looked <laughs> like. There were some like magic crystals in this movie, and I so I figured that was just one of the like that mountain. That mountain is just chock full of weird magic oh, stuff. Magic you're just going yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. to just glide right by. Yeah, it's a voodoo my, mountain. My favorite part is the fact that it's got those uh, those hidden catacomb areas where she can pop out and just laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd, she'd hide again. Carnival yeah. ride. Yeah. Yeah. My, my favorite part was that there's a dino hippo living in there. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah what that the was, was that thing? Okay. I don't know. I have that According to the Wikipedia. According to the Wikipedia, is some kind of uh, cryptozoological, Gator mythical thing. creature thing, and I'm like, that wasn't what they, it was a stone hippo. I don't it know what you guys are talking about. Dino today. hippo, and how dare yeah. you blow up the mountain and kill that thing? That's that's a, a global embarrassment. Yeah, that, that you blew up that mountain. It's an not indigenous creature. It's spider, and it's it's weird webs, and yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the drawn <laughs> the webs. Who, you see the webs on the the webs that were behind the fake webs. Were yeah. like marker webs. Yeah. Somebody yeah. had drawn them. Yeah. And, yeah. and our our guy who gets eaten by the spider, he's backing up, and you're like, "Oh no, web webbing! Oh no, right. that's terrible!" Right. Right. Somehow, in getting, you know, he has to pretend to get twisted up in the webbing. Okay, I get <laughs> yes. it. I, I get it. I get it. But he somehow turns himself over. Not the spider doesn't right. turn. Upside the spider down. isn't yes. touching him. He yeah. turns himself upside down, and I'm just like, 
what living human being would oh, do that? Don't even get me started about people living upside down. That whole tribe that lived upside down. All I could think but, of that whole time was that that's not how gravity works. Uh, you've not I evolved know. to do this, and you're going to die. You'll die. I gotta say yeah. though, I got to say, though, it was the best part of the movie. It felt the it, most it, original. It felt I will agree with you, because that part, I was like, I All right, this is kind of fun. Mm. Like They drop down and pick people up like... Yes. Yeah. I hated it. Apparently they've got a washing machine. You know, they loved it. I never washed it. And they, they they smeared extra Vaseline on the camera to let you know how dreamy it was. I like that part. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite part as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, because like going back to the whole uh, racial undertones, I uh, like, oh, yeah. yeah, we show up and we show up and we're dirty and these black folks wash our clothes <laughs> wash our for clothes us. Give us, bring us food, give us, give us scrapes. Yeah. yeah. Bring us gifts. For my money, for my money actually oh, the best part of the movie was the first sequence. Like the, uh, we're, we're in a crazy market town as we're going in, there's all of this, uh, 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 den of hive of scum and villainy sort of yes, talk. Yes. And then when we get in there, it really is like if you feel like it was borrowed from Star Wars. And uh, and then we end up with a, a junk dealer who has a gun and we throw dynamite at that guy. And it's like that really entertained me. The rest of the movie did not live up to the start. I, I agree. But again, me. then again, it felt like they were just ripping off that Indiana Jones scene, which bugged me. Yeah, um, sure. If it wasn't so Raiders, I would have given it more credit. The Tyro chase. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, that the guy that you're talking isn't that guy's name? Uh, oh, he was the the shop owner. What was his name? Schmengi um, Sam or something oh. like that. Uh, I think his name was Kassam. I think his name was Kassam. He was the, but he was one of the best things in this film as well. Oh, the, the guy that was always worried about his furniture breaking. That yes. guy. Yeah, because yeah. he was like yeah. my, my it was table, hilarious. my door, my door. <laughs> actor. Actor is named Sheikh Ophir. Yeah. Right, and and Sheikh Ophir died just two years after making this movie. Oh, oh man! Of, like we're like uh, in front of his door. Because you got to be careful. That was my door. Well, no, you only he, have uh, to be you only have to be concerned if you're in that two foot center section of the door. Yeah, because it's not wide I enough to that, get the other sides of the door. Yeah. I love that he freaked out about his door. I'm like, did you not set that booby trap up? Yeah. Did you right. not know yeah. what was going to happen when it was yeah. triggered? Yeah, he's my got door. the he's got the memorable line of the movie for me though when he comes up with that dynamite and goes i i got it yeah <laughs> like i got it right with this perfect comic timing you know yeah, yeah it blew up everywhere it was amazing i, I barely really could understand that. him when he had that nostril I and mean, that was the idea but when he had that oh but oh, that yeah. was actually pretty funny i almost did yeah. my intro in the nasally voice yeah. thing got oh, my gun against my nose really but glad I, you didn't <laughs> I, yeah exactly i thought that'd be fun for about two seconds and then it'd be like oh, this sucks yeah and that could have been what gross got out the most but i oh, think clearly bumpy. it's the uh the sharon stone finger toothbrush mm-hmm. uh you are you are right there you know what i'm gonna give him a tie and i'll go ahead and say you're correct the there are two things that happen out right after that yeah there's two things that happened that i didn't like one was her finger i hate that i think that's gross every time anyone does that i think it's horrible however the gross thing was this. You waxed your anus. When gross. they were in the uh, quicksand and the German cartoon German guy with the mustache yeah. got uh, quicksand mud in his mouth. Yep. I saw oh, it. okay. I can't yeah. do that. <laughs> and he wipes with it. his arm and his arm is covered in that mud too. It's, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't really help. Gross. Really gross. I mean, that's just the idea of getting a mouthful of sand or dirt or mud is my one of my yeah. worst fears. I hate it. So gross. Yeah. So I can't that, deal with that, but. 
uh, yeah, it was still, you know, look, I understand you're in a pinch. You got to get your teeth clean. What are you going to do? Well, I got a finger. <laughs> I, yeah, I get it, yeah. but I just think I, it's I've done it before. You ever brushed your teeth with your finger? I've never done it once. Never. It sounds horrible. I wouldn't, I, again, sure. in the right you're circumstances, <laughs> never done. I always take a toothbrush with me camping. I've never forgotten yeah, one. Yeah. So, so look, if you, I'm, all I'm saying is if in a so pinch. you're like Alan Quartermain with dynamite. You always have a toothbrush in your pocket. That's right. Like always be prepared. in his pocket. Yeah, I have two. Yeah. This trip I'm taking, I'm, I'm taking two with me. Just, just in case one gets lost, because I ain't want to put nobody's <laughs> finger in my mouth, especially my own. <laughs> Why are you having somebody else put their, their finger in your mouth? Kim, clean my teeth That's with not your how finger. That works. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Reese, do it. Hey, do gross. It. Uh, so uh, the ceiling scene or the Temple of Doom ripoff scene where the ceiling's yeah. coming down. Yeah. I decided to look up some of that stuff. Most of these things existed in those old Quartermain books. Um, yeah. Okay. And so, right. so part of part of me wants to say, oh well, Indiana Jones is the one that actually ripped off these tropes yeah, and used right. them, but they used them so much better that you, you it's a little like um, it's like the covering artist doing a better job with the song than the original. Yes, artist. there you right. go. There's the. I mean, would also be Hendrix's uh, all along the Watchtower versus Bob Dylan. Yes. But there's also there's also a lot of things you do in books that you can't do on film because you can't show them right. Yeah, so right. for instance, let's just say that the the key to crossing this moat is you don't step on the 22nd stone. Mm. And that's something you can say in a book. And it's very interesting, right? Everybody yeah. who crosses is quickly counting one, two, three, four, five. Don't sure. step on the 22nd stone. Well, in a movie, you just can't you can't do that. You have to have it, you have to have it be more more blatant. Marked to with see. nail polish. Yeah. Right. yeah. And it's just like, oh, that's not as I'm sorry. That's stupid. And the yeah. guy, no one would fall for that. And you know, it's just like Oh, okay. And, and, and you, those things all pile up in this movie. So many yeah. things like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For well, I mean, sure. Indiana Jones was, you know, taken from the serials from the thirties and forties, which you have, but yeah, all those. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. were, that's their, that Earl was their whole Flynn idea. And, uh, those yeah. two got together, Spielberg and Lucas. And were like, what if we made stuff that we liked when we were kids? And they said, <sighs> yeah. nah, here's an idea. And then Lucas wrote some of his best work and boom, there's your, legendary all-time Boom, goes to dynamite there's your indiana yeah. jones I it. <laughs> didn't get didn't get weird till crystal skull it was pretty much pretty great through the whole thing and shut up people who hate temple of doom i love that movie shut up it's okay it's That's, good you're yeah. allowed to like it Look, i, wanna, I, like I it. do i as we're comparing king solomon's minds to all of these other movies that it ripped off though i do have to ask about a trope there's a big trope in oh this movie. well let me play the trope alert because that big feels appropriate trope. now uh yeah gravity it works weird in in uh in this movie gravity is just like uh, gravity is the filmmaker's plaything, and the two b- best examples of gravity for me i realize rolling in the pot that's a thing but sure. the two best are early in the film uh our, our indiana jumps uh, indiana <laughs> early in the film, early film dr jones-ish uh, jumps through a skylight in in a roof and 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 jumps down maybe thirty feet. It's a long drop and li- and lands very lightly into a table. Mm. And uh, it makes no sense when you see it. You're just like gravity doesn't not work this way. This I yeah. don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, later in the movie, uh, the two of them are on an airplane and they're landing. And they're going to have a really hard landing. So he just decides and says to her, <laughs> "We're just going to jump out of the plane as we land." <laughs> yeah. And I'm sorry, gravity doesn't work like that nope. at all. Nope. 
Right. Yeah. And, and so they don't show it to us. They don't show the stunt. They didn't try the stunt. There, right. no, there's no stunt people are going to try that. Why do that? Just yeah. show us them sort of like recovering from their fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anything broken? Nope. Just fine. All right. All right. Oh, the plane blew up. Let's both put yeah. our hands in our hands. One thing that's a little frustrating is this is a this is a film that comes out in a time where I feel like we'd gotten okay with our green screen tech. Like it wasn't the best. It wasn't as good yeah. as it is today yeah. with digital sure. help and everything. But back then there was at least a competency to it. This movie hired the wrong freaking people. It's really <laughs> bad. They have shadows casting where so they shouldn't. Bad. They had weird glowy stuff yeah. around their heads in way too much amounts. Like that was bad. And, and every time they were good. Yeah. When the big cook pot was rolling, it was a different pot, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Pot. yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh, for sure. It's a miniature pot, right? It, 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 well, obviously, it, number one, it was a miniature pot, but the shape changed in the yeah, yeah. between the big pot that you saw from a distance and then the right. uh the one that was rolling in guy, such high would, speeds that it would kill right. anybody inside. Well, there's no way they survive. Which I wonder if they made the small pot first or the big pot. I wonder which oh, one they know. Oh, I don't know. designed it. Mean, working backwards who knows? I have no idea. But you're right, they would be dead. There'd be dead bodies in there, two dead bodies yeah. that that lion yeah. who by the way would have killed them either way. I don't know why he was I just don't sitting know. outside. Whatever onion whatever water is I don't your know. condition. Let's just say you're you're fine. It's a fun ride, right? Let's just yeah. say you're fine. Whatever your condition is you're not making out at the end of that. No, you're not no. making out. No. You are th- that that thing is so full of throw up. <laughs> yeah they were hurling the whole time if not they were definitely going to hurl after no doubt and then you're covered right, in that s- water there wasn't even water left in the pot it was it was hurl it's just vomit uh onion soup and then that so that lion's like f that i'm not going in there gross yeah, yeah. forget that man yeah that's nasty I'm not coming in there and by the time they did leave or by the time they got out of there there were what five or six lions around yeah. were we supposed to assume they all just sat out and watched yeah. while they were in there doing it using you know onion soup for lube like what were they doing oh god i know i'm just saying i didn't want to go there but i did i went there onion soup (laughs) for lube write that down yeah 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 (laughs) yeah it was pretty gross uh (laughs) that uh just conceptually was real dumb i wrote here see what did i write i said oh i wrote and this is pretty late last night so i was kind of in a mood I wrote, did they actually have a giant pot to cook them in? Are we sure this isn't parody? I wrote. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, we're not sure, Scott. I just want to answer the question. Yeah, that's clearly. the problem. Exactly. We're that's not the problem. Sure. Yeah. Does the pot need to be that big? No. I love that it is that big. <laughs> Humans are a lot big. of them. There were a lot of them in feed. I mean, you know. Yeah. But I mean, you can have me, several bowls. You know, a you're pot tell me that, giant uh, pot, right? You're going to tell me a tribe of people, subsistence people? are going to build a fire that big they're going to waste that much right. wood for one meal no yeah. no not to mention it's like they have a whole <laughs> bunch of lions right next door is it easier to just eat humans that's <laughs> a good point, Kill lions really good point. Yeah. i also wrote that spider was shit in capitals oh well yes yeah you, cap- you capitalized it yeah i mean yeah. you described it earlier for all the let right me tell reasons, you something it's just bad the worse the special effects the the more you have to act and that guy did a fine job. I don't care what you say. You think so? He really put in his work, got got his paycheck, that guy? <laughs> he earned his pay, my friend. All right. Because that, that was a real dumb-looking spider. Acting is reacting, and that guy was reacting. It was the kind of scene where I thought, you know, in editing, I would be really tempted to remove it. I would be like, right. you know, this doesn't line. Even the other shitty stuff in the movie is at least passable. This is... This is really low rent, bottom of the rung. Don't put the spider in, is what I would have said. I don't know. Yeah. You've, seen, you've seen that scene like a million times throughout the 50s. Sure. That, that spider, that, it probably looked 
natural to them. It's but like, to 85, oh, did like it look natural in 85? You know, I don't yeah. think so. I, I wouldn't have. If I'd have gone in 85, I wouldn't have been like, oh, freaky spider. I would have been like, I can't wait till I get my license and can see take girls out, is what I would have said in 1985. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I can't wait to roll a, a girl down a hill in a, in a pot of onion soup. <laughs> that's how you have sex, right, Mom? Yeah, that's how you make babies. Didn't you, didn't you know? All right. Uh, I think we can do some titles unless you guys have I was going to say, the more. only other note I have is about the uh, the high priestess who had the two guys with the, uh, the skull. Yeah. Uh, okay. Makeup. The guys. And I said, she's basically David S. Pumpkins. Oh, oh nice. nice. That's pretty good. That pretty good. Is, so I was working. I could not figure it out. Mm. She is. She's David S. Pumpkins. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions? Good catch. Any questions? Yeah. Good Love catch. It. Nicely done. All right. Everybody in that tribe had gym muscles, too. Very oh, yeah. They were ripped. Yeah. Could, could yeah. not beat they, up little Chamberlain. They don't skip leg day in that, in that tribe. Yeah. And by no. that, we mean they eat the legs of their victims in their giant soup pot. <laughs> I don't think on a diet of humans you can maintain that physique. I don't think it works that right. way. I could be wrong. Everything I was always taught is you get the shakes or something weird, right? You can't eat other people. Yeah. Well, I don't kind. think those guys were eating people. You don't think? Not what the were they eating? People. What did they have? That was- I don't know. It, I was having trouble keeping up with the theme tribes. So <laughs> it's like this tribe only eats people. Oh this wait, is, only- isn't Umbabwe or whatever his name is Mbubu or Umbabwe? Umbobo. He's he's the like the king of the place, and we don't know yeah. it until yeah. he reveals it. Exiled, exiled former leader. But that means scar on his stomach. But that means he's also a cannibal guy. That's the deal. No, he's not a cannibal. That tribe was not a cannibal. That tribe right. was fed and gators. They had to, pet gators. To get to the bottom <laughs> of the theme tribes thing, Scott, you need to notice uh, that his tribe ends up wearing red yeah. and pink. Yeah, you're they, right. They, that's how you know they're different and they're nicer. Yeah. When they the leave, when they go to leave and they have the diamonds hidden in their shirts, they yeah. did something weird with the video. Did you notice this? Yeah, it's another. That's more uh, Vaseline on the, uh, yeah. the lens. To what make was that for? Light. To make the make the stones make the, sparkle? Yeah, you get the star glistening. Like it makes yeah. the uh, yeah. you get the four pointed star like when the diamonds. The that looked like shit. Yeah. That looks so bad to me. Like when they especially because they had it on for so long before they pulled the diamonds out that you're like, wow, why is it so blurry when they're leaving this camp? Yeah, you what you do with that is you cut to the diamonds, have it be all shiny, and then cut back to a normal shot. That's so dumb. You and I know that's yeah. There's your Star Trek connection. Anytime they needed a dreamy scene in the Star Trek, they would use that Vaseline camera stuff. It's called the uh, Sybil Shepherd effect. Oh, yeah, that really, it's like, how that, do we make Sybil Shepherd not look old? Ah, that's that's a great. I love when things get. They should do that because I love like you know the what's the Ken Burns effect or the right. Yeah, yes, the Sybil Shepherd effect. Yeah, that should be hers. Although it's not very nice, I guess. But still, she should, I, should be hers. Yeah, I have a crazy connection for you Go. in this movie that you just kind of brought up. So Umbopo is played by a South African actor named Ken Gampu. Mm. Uh, Ken Gampu did make a lot of movies. He was in like the gods must be crazy and other oh, movies. Okay. I didn't know that 10 years before this, he was in King Solomon's treasure. Oh, uh, the, wow. in that movie, uh, John, uh, Kalikos played Alan Quartermain Another and Ken, Quartermain Ken Gampu played some random African named Umpslopogus. Ah, Umpslopogus. Okay. Yeah. Those are the ones. That's a terrible name. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah, what did he go not? on to do? He go on to do anything else? Is he a you know busy guy? Uh, lived lived to be um, seventy four. Died in two thousand three. Okay. okay. I was gonna uh, say he's kind of on an age at this time. 
Yeah, he made he made some movies in the in the nineties. I think it was mostly South African TV movies. Okay, right. Oh, there is uh, that reminds me. There's one other story here that's interesting. The guy that played Colonel uh, Cartoon German, uh, Colonel Bachner, oh, Colonel Clink, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's uh he was considered like a big deal, and they couldn't believe in the trivia they talk about it a bit, but they talk about how it was a big deal that he would even sign on to this thing because prior to this, he was like a like a, a real know, actor, a respected stage. And <laughs> yeah. he was in Spartacus and, you know, just like really serious things. And, um, and this one, they yeah, like, at yeah. his, apparently at his peak, this is just trivia. I don't, I can't get verify this, but at his peak, Herbert Lom was the most famous actor from Hungary is what. Oh, he's Hungarian. Wrote. Okay, cool. Oh. Uh, Hungarian he, connection. He yes. A Hungarian the, with an English accent. Pretending to be a German. It was very odd. <laughs> it was very odd. Right. Lived in 95, died in 2012. Yeah. I, you know what else I loved in this movie, though? There is one more thing I loved. The Rise Davies doing the, uh, in case you didn't know, uh, yeah, Quartermain was his enemy because he would constantly yell, Quartermain! Right. Oh, and yeah, really for sure. Every time he did that. Do you think that was just stunt I, casting with him? They were like, hey, he's in Indiana Jones. Let's get him. Do you think? Maybe. I don't know. Was he just know. there? He just happened to be like uh, visiting and like, okay, yeah, I'll be in your movie. Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. Those two have been in movies before or no, they were in Shogun together. That's what it was. Him and him and Chamberlain were in Shogun. Uh, so this isn't their first time hanging out with each other. Uh, if you know my, what I mean. My, I'm watching this movie with my kid and it gets started. And the first thing that happens is that someone disrespects John Reese Davies real bad. <laughs> yeah. And my kid is like, Oh, so this, this is a racist movie, like the the person of color, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get I get you, I understand what you're seeing, but I just want you to know, John Reese Davies is Welsh. He's yeah. not like he's not he's, he's not he is, Arabic. <laughs> yeah, he is definitely playing a person of color from a certain perspective, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know why he I got cast to be why. he got cast to be Arabic all the time back then. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Now yeah. not at all. Like in recent stuff, if you don't count Lord of the Rings, he was always you know british or welsh or whatever just right. being normal normal that sounds you wrong. have the right That's look terrible scott i know it sounded wrong normal. i didn't mean it that way uh real quick here too the the i want those listeners at home to know some of you probably had bets you know place bets that scott was going to bring up a certain shogun moment uh, uh, and i'm oh, not going to do it i'm not going to bring it up I'm not going to just kind of just, just did yeah. well like, i didn't tell yeah. him which one's a big big mini series oh, okay. that things like all right well uh, six episodes you got long. your satisfaction it from it though no you get your satisfaction from it so well yeah. i did but my point is i didn't specifically and uh ver you know verbosely bring up the exact scene i'm not doing it i'm just not doing it <laughs> if you keep if you keep going you might if you no, just keep i might get there eventually but don't don't piss off Scott. Yeah, don't make me for, mad. For me, the uh, the Shogun moment will always be the the thing that they showed in a million commercials beforehand, which is a bunch of warriors running down a pier, brandishing swords over their heads. Mm. Okay, and it's like when you say the word Shogun, that's what I think that's of. You because see. Huh. it's such like a prestige shot of all of these Japanese warriors, and they're all running down a pier toward a boat right? The boat is at the end of the pier, I think. Right. And they're all brandishing, they're all hold, holding their swords over their heads, which is, I guess that's something people do, but it looks great. It just feels wrong to me somehow. All I picture, all, I picture the naked uh, Japanese lady bum and then the scene I won't talk about. That's all I think. Okay. <laughs> Those two things are the, are my, and my dad trying to change between that and the baseball game with a porn channel in the right, middle of the hotel. Right. Yeah. It, uh, wasn't, it wasn't that racy. <laughs> 
It wasn't racy. No, it wasn't. It was, but for for a fourteen year old, it felt we didn't care. It was a bum. Yeah, so, yeah it was a bum. Right. <laughs> it was a bum and a little side boob. I think may have been there. It was like oh, it was like Clash, the Clash oh. of the Titans she movie. Boob, side boobs. Clash of the Titans was PG, but it had boobs and bum, yeah. and. That it was, had the two it had the two B's that I was looking for. Yeah, that's what I was looking for at age twelve or thirteen, whatever I was. Uh, all right, let's get to the clips. We have a number of them here, and I will start with John Rise Davies saying some stuff. I shall need time. That is impossible, Professor Houston. Who the hell is this? You will translate it now. Bad dates, indeed. <laughs> Yeah, like you're snakes. you're all expecting. Oh, it's Sulla. He's gonna be so good here. Oh my God, he's horrible. Yeah, he's mean. He was mean through the whole yeah. thing. All right, here's. But uh, he wasn't. But yeah. But, but you could kind of understand where he's coming from, right? Yeah. These Germans treating him like crap. Like I, I was surprised he didn't just kill him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, why not? Sure. Why don't you just kill him? Kill him. You're right there. You have the power. Kill him. <laughs> Uh, you have the power. Come on. I wrote, who the hell is this? I think it's probably just quoting it. Who the hell is this? Oh, it was. He's, that's the guy that got yeah. killed by the door. Got hit with the yeah. spikes. So yeah, there. I think I think uh, uh, Rez Davies was the one who put that thing on the door because he was the one who knew where to cut the rope to have it slide down and smash him. Oh, oh, okay. I don't think it was the shop owner. So the shop guy didn't know. He really did. He was concerned about think, a door that he didn't yeah, know was... So jacked up or whatever but it is an awful big setup for just one to off one person yeah <laughs> hold on let me reset it for the next person uh i like when different nationalities complain about each other's food and so here's a scene from that colonel Buckner, your nauseating breakfast is getting cold love it you're nauseating <laughs> freaking his knockwurst yeah his nasty german food uh here's sharon stone what does he want what does he want uh, and then I wrote Quartermain. Quartermain. Oh. <laughs> and we did it so many times. Quartermain. 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 Uh, something about a hundred bucks. A hundred bucks? That's terrible. Oh, she's not very good in this. <laughs> she really isn't. Yeah. I think she's she's acting as much as she was paid. Probably. <laughs> That's the acting of someone who's just had their tub pissed in, I guess, by the <laughs> I don't know. Right. Lost of, uh, lots of, or I put lost of... <laughs> Lots of post-production ahs in this, and they all sound like this all the time. Uh-huh. Just lots of ah. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, and ah, 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 And they, and they so all clearly bad. ADR. None of them sounded natural. It was, it was bad. Right. Staying alive. Staying alive. Yeah. Uh, can't say this so much anymore. Where's my father, you cheap-suited camel jockey? Oh, I don't oh, know about yeah. that yeah. now. And there's a second one right after that one. I don't know if he captured it, but. Towelhead. Oh, oh I, I missed the Towelhead yeah. one. Yeah. I missed that. Oh, it's too bad. I would have recorded it and played it here. Because in this context, see, we don't get in trouble. We just play it and we and then we go, oh, nice. tisk, tisk. Look at, I can't believe people said things like that. You know? So don't get after yeah. us and send us your emails. All right. No, here's, no. We're, we're, we're commenting uh, on how bad it is. Yep. Yeah. And I honestly, I honestly did not expect this. Like, I, I would question whether I would sack it again. You know, like if, if I really understood just what the, because it was uncomfortable, the racism, you know? Mm. Yeah, there like, was enough I, of it. it. It reminded me just... I didn't think that, it was hateful racism, which... It's would, just ignorant you know, racism. Sometimes I look at movies and I'm like, I'm like, eh, it's a thing of his time and we've grown since then. And if, if, if it's hateful, I'm like, no, I can't watch that. Yeah, I, that I'm with you on like that. Ignorance. Yeah, this feels yeah. like ignorance to me. This feels like 
you know, I'm not saying it's better or, or anything, but it's yeah. definitely not mean as mean spirited. It's just like bad okay. ideas. Okay. I'll, I'll put it this way. Now that I've seen it, I do not want to ever watch this again. <laughs> well, then I got <laughs> sure. good news for you because the sequel apparently has a lot more of this sort of stuff in it. So, right. Yeah. Looking forward okay. to that. And I'm, I've come around to your way of thinking, Scott. Originally I was like, <laughs> Oh, we have to watch the sequel. It was a concurrent sequel. Yeah. And now, now that I think about it, you're right. You're right. I we think, don't, we Brian's, don't have to watch I think it's Brian's versus, uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> deluxe, ja- deluxe, deluxe, <laughs> Wayne, are we that <laughs> rarely on? A, and I want to see the are, sequel now. Are we that yeah, rarely yeah, yeah. on a team that we haven't come up with a good way of saying what our team is? Because you know, Jibbit and and right. uh, deluxe team away Jibbit, and all team that, deluxe away, yeah. So wait, what's Randy and me? Have we never team done this? Randy Johnson, the big unit, <laughs> the, the big, big unit, unit. That's, that's the, our, big the name unit. of our team. <laughs> the big unit <laughs> all right the big unit against uh Dun- doesn't Dun- happen Dun- often Ibid- but when it Ibaway. does it away it away it bucks away it bucks away holy shit have we never done these two teams this is weird i don't think we've ever had these two teams i guess you can always say the bryans i guess there you go the bryans versus the big unit yeah the big unit I've always assumed that there was a thing where Scott and I did the instance together for so many years and we're like constantly like planning and plotting and writing and then recording that thing. Yeah. And like, so we start doing film sack and I always just felt like, you know, Scott and I need to debate a little bit. Like we need to, we need to be less of this cohesive unit. Yeah. And it, it just kind of like felt like we fell into this role where Scott and I t- try to take opposite opinions on film sack yeah. and i i think i'm over it well it's because <laughs> we're the big unit now we're the big unit and uh yeah. we'll look out everyone we're the big unit all right here's a uh, gun and nostril time uh, yes it's coming back to me uh, Houston, you say Houston. Saint tall man gray hair uh, yes he was here he examined the maps and then left. <laughs> <laughs> it's even like is the is the gun to his nose also giving him like delirium or something? Because he's not talking right. like, oh yeah, I can talk perfectly normal with a gun next right. to my nose. But it's <laughs> Yeah. I don't know why that would have been he didn't need to talk the way he talked. He could have been fine. I don't know what um, the Tyats three words. What did I write here? All right, here it is. That's three words. Oh, I went. I'm supposed to oh. say that's three words. I spelled that's it Tyats because yeah. I typoed. Anyway, that's three words. That guy seemed like he might have been famous. <laughs> the old, uh, the old professor. Oh, the the dad. Yeah. yeah. That, by Father the way, Houston. Yeah, Father Houston. By the way, if they had landed that kind of joke every time, it would have been a much funnier movie. Yeah, he did. But by this point, you're you're so tired of the stupid humor yeah. that you don't even notice that that's a pretty good joke. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, here's Angry German. What's fucking to you, Bob? It's pretty great. Yeah. I like an I like an Angry German. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. big fan. Angry Hungarian German. Yeah, here's it's a dummy. What? It's a dummy. Oh, I remember now. It's a dummy. It's a dummy. Yeah. That's your Richard Chamberlain saying it's a dummy. Uh, here's uh, German for shit. Scheiße. All right, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one. The German, uh, uh, this German rules, I wrote. You know, I find you most attractive. You're a swine. Oh. I wasn't talking to you! Now, I liked him until he suddenly went on a male rape rampage with the old man. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and then I went, oh, I don't like that German and, as much. Uh, a shotgun in the crotch would, boy, that would make way more of a mess than we got in this film. <laughs> yeah, that would have yeah. been, um, 
some extensive reconstructive surgery. Like, oh, Sharon Stone and her dad now covered with blood and splatter yep. and all that stuff. Yeah, that's the second that's the second most gratuitous crotch shot we got out of a Sharon Stone movie. <laughs> out of <Yeah>. Sharon Stone. <laughs> well done, sir. Thank well done. You. Thank you. Uh, discount Indiana Jones music. Now, I like Jerry Goldsmith a lot. And I think right. this is pretty goldsmithy and pretty good, but it's very clear they're trying to evoke that Indiana Jones I, thing. Yes. I, yeah, I, I was even thinking, it. I wonder if I played this backwards, if it would be like, sometimes you, you play a, a theme backwards and you can create a new theme that sounds unique, but then it's like, right. oh, I just basically took the other one and did it backwards, but yeah. uh, I didn't think about doing it. I um, thought it was, I liked it. Do you guys know what this is in German? Let's try to suss this out. Ich what do you think she said? Uh, don't uh, get the corn out of my crotch. Yes. I, uh, <laughs> I've had an onion Play. peel in there all day. Please remove it. No. Oh I'll do it one more time. Ich warte auf dich. So ich is I. I. Walta. I, I want. I have onion peel in my crotch. I'm pretty sure the last word is crotch. <laughs> crotch, <laughs> yes. Uh, it might be cucumber. Yeah. And this is when she was like walking through the dumbest group of Germans I've ever seen. Pretending like she's there for them somehow, and if she speaks right. German, they'll they'll be fine. And they were, and right. that's so dumb. But um, I'll so do it one more time. Water, water is wasa. Let's do wasa. It could be wasa. I water yes. your plants. <laughs> <laughs> what are you it's, doing on this train? I water your plants. Oh, okay. To, keep, to, keep, keep to everyone listening who understands German, thank you. Um, no, thank you. For your can't service. wait for your no. no, wait, no can't wait for no, the emails. No, yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you for your service. No, thank you. I want to hear there. I do want to hear. So send it in. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you are wanting to play chicken. You are wanting to play chicken. Chicken. Oh, chicken. Yeah, that guy was chicken. the most Hogan's Heroes thing in the film. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. It's like, oh my gosh, did you just go back to Hogan's Heroes and study it? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, that guy's so dumb. All right, eating people. Oh, this guy with his back and forth. Running away and eating people. Eating people and running away. What's the difference? <laughs> it's so one half a dozen of the other. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato water, tomato water. Tomato yeah. water. Here's uh, Sharon Stone making a horrible sound. Uh, All right, there's that. Oh, yeah. That's when she saw the pot and realized she was not there for dinner, but to be dinner, like yeah. a cartoon somehow. Oh, jeez. It was really dumb. All right. They don't uh, want to have us for dinner. <laughs> it was like, uh, oh my God. Would this be better as an animated feature? The same voice actors? <laughs> this is the sound it made when she, remember when Newman was looking at her and she spread her legs and, uh, or changed her. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the sound she made. Uh, That's the sound that came out. I thought that was Newman making that sound. <laughs> yeah, I think exactly. you need to, uh, I think you need to take that audio and put it over the, the video. Of I might, I might do it, except <laughs> only the three of us would ever get it. And a few listeners. Yeah, that's fine. yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, it's making fun of Iowa. Bet you never had this much fun in Iowa. No. <laughs> I'm gay and I'll never tell anyone. All right. And the next one, let's see. Uh, they wash my shirt. They wash my shirt. Yeah. Very, very good reference to this, to the, to the very nice In case thing. you couldn't tell from the visualization of them right. dipping it in the water. Yeah. Bright, scrubbing clean, it. bright yellow, yeah. new shirt right out of the package. Yeah. <laughs> In case no. you couldn't tell. Yeah. If you weren't sure, now we are. All right. They must. Oh, <laughs> all right. I promise I edited this, but I didn't. Okay. So here it is. Abugwa. What? Abugwa. What? 
They must be a bugwa. What? <laughs> what? What? I added a few what's on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I love it. Like two of them. <laughs> a bugwa? Um, tribal freakout lady. Gagula. Yeah, she was stoked. I drove that lady in my lift yesterday. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I want to know more. That sounds like a DMS story that'll have to wait. No, no. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. What's this one? Oh, this is a fun line, I thought. Genuinely. It was all right. I just think John Rhys Davies is fun to watch. He's just he a is, big he's When you said the Mines of Solomon, I was, oh, God. You expected so Mines of Moria to come out of it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It felt so right. Yeah, it does. Uh, such great acting in the cave, which is to say this is terrible acting. Enjoy. I swallowed a bug. <laughs> hey, good. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with it's all like of a, you? It's uh, like a two-year-old. <laughs> I swallowed a bug. I swallowed a bug. All right. Uh, and what for me? And what for me? Jeez. Easy. Slow down. Yeah. He invented the uh, first bulletproof vest. Yeah. I, I, the answer to his question, by the way, is a throat lozenge. <laughs> he really needs one. Fortified. He He had one more in him, though, and that was this. Eat the stones. Eat the stones. It's actually painful. Yeah. I can't even yeah. sw- I can't even swallow anything the size of a vitamin. I how a Flintstones vitamin is about as big as I can right? go yeah, to swallow. Those are some big ass stones that he had to yeah. fake eat. I can do a big pill, but if it's not going to dis- dissolve, uh, this sounds like a nightmare scenario. Yeah, I'm changing my story. My uh, the thing that freaked me out the most in this movie was that depiction. I, I will remember it the most. Yeah. I will remember it more than the dynamite. It is. It, it slices just, your intestines as they go yeah. down. Yeah. Oh, and that thing will rip out your butthole. Yeah. Like, I'll just <laughs> sit down and poop out the stones. Ah, ha, ha. Yeah. That's going to be know. so funny. Ha, ha. German laxatives. <laughs> <laughs> no, Randy, you're right. This, I'm, I was just now that you said that, I think if I had seen this when I was young and more impressionable, that this would have been the thing that I would not be able to get out of my head. Because yeah. that's just, ugh, that's, yeah. it's a different thing than just gross. It's like, yeah, torture. It's horrible. Yeah, it's awful. And then you have to wait. Then the waiting begins, right? Because you've eaten the stone. What are you going to do? And you can't just hork up a, a stone just as easily as horking up your lunch, you know? Well, stones like to stay down. It's gravity, baby. All right, that's it for that. Let's, uh, look at this. Why? I've been handed the film sack checklist, and it goes like this. Make out while you're in the soup, and then the lion watches you. Check. That happened. Uh, the best laundry is when tree people do it for you. Check. <laughs> and Honey, finally, have you seen the tree people? <laughs> I need my laundry done. I need done. my shirt dressed. That's right. How many people does it take to wash a shirt? Tree. <laughs> tree. Ah! Oh, that was almost as These jokes are as good as this movie. Yeah. It's almost as good as eating a rock. All right. Uh, cartoon Germans are the best Germans. Check. That's 100% true. Yeah. All right. Let's get to Star Trek connections. There have got to be some. Something. Yeah, uh, there, I, I want to talk about two. Wait, I want to skip the first one. The first one is Jerry Goldsmith again. Mm. I I just feel like we've stumbled over him enough in our previous episodes. Like, yeah, great. he's Jerry always Goldsmith. if Jerry Goldsmith does your music. Guess what? He was also a ton of Star Trek. So yes, there you go. Yeah, and, and it's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I just want to say that you know you you said it, it's like Scott. It's perfectly good. It's, it's like fine. I would I would totally uh, own the score for this movie. Yeah, it's fine. Like, it's, I just it's don't fine. like that it tried to be. It, it, I guarantee you, somebody there, director, producer, somebody said, "Look, listen, Mr. Goldsmith, we really want to try to 
get that tone of Indiana Jones without actually ripping it off. Because that's what I feel like yeah. they gave us. So knowing yeah. that or having that feeling, I don't think I could own this and listen to it very often because I'd just be like, oh, you stole it or you borrowed it or you likened it and it would bug me. There's also a Western aspect to Jerry Goldsmith's take on this kind of music. And so like I could totally see that, that music being reused as like a, you know, Kevin Costner riding across the range kind yeah, of movie. I think, I think he did the music for um, Silverado maybe. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I think that so, was him. And so, yeah, he knows, he knows how to get the, Costner on his horse for sure. The Star Trek connection that really jumped up for me is John Reese Davies. Um, for some reason in my head, I thought he was in a lot of Star Trek Voyager. Uh, he was not, he was in two episodes of Star Trek Voyager, but I was just like, I was prepared to talk about how he was in 13 episodes of Star Trek Voyager. Nope. Just two. Uh, those, those two episodes were called concerning flight and scorpion. Uh, John Reese Davies is the holodeck Leonardo da Vinci on the Voyager. He, he pops up in those two episodes. I don't remember it at all. He, I feel he like plays I... da Vinci, a uh, very useful, uh, person to have mm-hmm. on Do your you starship. Remember that? I don't remember that at all. Like for some yeah. reason that's blocked out for me that, that entire appearance. I just can't see it. Yeah. All right. John, John Reese Davies. Nice. Great guy. Nice. He's a guy. Good guy. He's a guy as well. All right. Let's move on to the soundtrack grade. I'd give it a GG for Good Goldsmith. We already mentioned that. Not much else to say. Good gold. Good gold. Um, uh, Twitter post. What, what, oh, go ahead. What, I, I just, I'm curious. Did anybody pick up on anything that wasn't just orchestrated score? Obviously the Wagner, right? Yeah. Um, Nothing else for me. I, I mean, everything. every time I'd hear a, a stinger, it would be like, yeah. okay, that's Indiana Jones. How sad that they only had the one song, Ride of the Valkyries was the only song. Because, yeah. like, how fun would it have been if that gramophone, like, if, if the, there had been a second guy who had a backpack <laughs> full of records? <laughs> Dueling record. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Like, that put was... on something else. I don't know what the else would be, but it just, I don't know. It just seemed but really. But then how would you get... How would you get right? Well, he'd be so mad. He, then he couldn't say, finally, no more Wagner. Well, I did yeah. some digging and found out that this was a thing in World War One. They would bring some, somebody would have one of these on their back. They would bring it both for troop morale, but also to like play something like Wagner to go into your fight. And uh, it was a, it was a real thing. And it just seems the most gangly, ridiculous concept to me to have that on your back, trying to have a, a record work with a needle in the ancient way it used to work while you're running across a freaking battlefield. That just is so weird to me. I don't get it. It is. It is very, very strange. Let's move on now to the uh, Twitter post where you guys sum things up in 280 characters or less. And I think this week we'll start with Randy King Solomon's minds, a movie that could not be made today and should not be made today, primarily because of copyright and trademark laws, but also, um, the racism. <laughs> Thank goodness for copyright and trademark laws, huh? Yeah. The racism. Oh, there's plenty of it. All right. Now now we move on to Brian Dunaway. King Solomon's Minds. Why are we going this way? The shortest distance between two points is a better movie series starring Harrison Ford. Hashtag <laughs> boil me in onions. Mm. <laughs> Gross. I don't like boiled onions. Well, I kind of actually do like a boiled onion. I do like boiled onions. Yeah, it depends soup. on what it's you with. Betcha. Yeah, it's okay. Hey, Brian Ibbett, it's your turn. 
King Solomon's Mines, when the cauldrons are rocking, don't bother with this horrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why they were cheering. They thought there was some coitus yeah. happening. Oh, maybe. I, I did, did write it down. That? You don't want that in your soup. Nope. Mm. Nope, you don't. I don't want no wiener this in my is creamy soup. soup. Yeah. <laughs> Creep of oh, you just made soup. it worse. Somehow it's worse. Well done. <laughs> it worse. It's worse. Well, let's see if these bad titles are as bad. These are uh, alternate titles. Uh, it was almost called Some People Like Nickels and Dimes, but I'm more of a quarter main. Do you get it? <laughs> Ooh, that, that get took it? me somewhere. It took you somewhere. Sure. Yeah, it's all about the money. Uh, or Indiana Jones and the Curse of the Cash-In Lesser Film. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, we got some emails. A couple emails here from listeners that sent emails to us at filmsack at gmail.com. We got one from Kurt Schmitz, who says, Hey there, guys. Just thought I would share this after the episode uh, conversation about the phrase, quote, hit the road, or sorry, hit the head, unquote. Because we were saying, what does that even mean? Why did we get hit the head? We know right. it means to go pee, but why? Or, you know, whatever. He says, on ancient sailing vessels, the figurehead... You always see the front of the ship carved out, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Was the mention or was the reference? The wind direction on the ship would be from the back to the front. So, in order to not be peeing into the wind, you would go to the front or the head of the ship. Thank you for the years of last, Kurt. So, he says when you say hit the head, it means you need to go where the head is, where the wind's not going to blow pee back in your face. Okay. I knew it was maritime. I knew it was a, a marine. I think you said that even. Yeah, no you, you'd mentioned you said something about that. And I thought, well, so is, we were going to find out more. And sure enough, a yeah. listener. Was, belly there, a, was there a line to the head? Is that happen? I mean, like <laughs> a line? bunch of because it's like it narrows down to the very small. Right. I mean, yeah. excuse me. My turn. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> my I turn. Be next. <laughs> I, gotta pee, pee. I need to go pee. All right. Uh, greeting Sackers says Mark Hansen, who wrote in and says, I have the perfect film to end your summer of action. Oh, um, we may be too late, but anyway, it says yeah, kind of just ended it. Yeah, we kind of just ended it. <laughs> but it's still, you know, whatever. We can still do it. It says 1980s fantasy action spectacular Hawk the Slayer. Yes, the, the film has it all. It was made as a direct response to Star Wars: A New Hope. It has warriors, dwarves, and elf who can shoot a bow like an AK-47. Jack oh Palance my. eating every bit of scenery he sees. A disco soundtrack. And it looks like someone filmed a well-funded LARP over the weekend. Uh, it is free with ads on Amazon Prime Video. This could be could well be the greatest sackable film ever from Mark Hansen. He's also low-key 1066 when he's in the chat. Um, cool. We've talked about this before, right? Yeah. Hawk the Slayer? Yeah. 1980s so. Hawk the Slayer, you're correct. It is in the bargain bin of streaming services and uh, a, a favorite of mine from my childhood. Wow, we should watch the, Why don't we Saturday do afternoon. this? Why, we should do this. Seems good. We should do this. Oh, look at this, dude. That guy looks like Han Solo oh, yeah. on the front. Yeah. 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 It's good stuff. And I say that guy, I guess that's Jack Palance. <laughs> that guy. Yep. That guy uh, doing the one-arm push-ups, I think this... Oh, Jack no, Palance John Terry, sorry. Jock Pounce is the bad guy. That's a way to hurt your hand, though, holding a sword like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's got William Morgan Shepard. You don't know that you know him, but you do. Right. He's an amazing <laughs> actor with amazing voice work. Uh, specifically, if you played uh, Civilization Five, he was the narrator for Civ Five. Man, that guy's got a cool voice. Oh, it's Yeah, so in... Uh, in- Star Trek The Undiscovered Country. Yes. William Shepard was the Klingon that yells at, at, at the rest of the Klingons in like the trial. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Uh, he he's d- died recently, but an amazing 
body of work with voice work in particular, but lots of other stuff too. He was on Dexter. Forgot about that. Oh, he was the f- father dude, the priest. Father dude. The father dude. Um, father dude. Yeah, for real. If you've never played Civ Five, go listen to uh, go like YouTube and listen just to him talk. You'll want him to put you to bed. He's great. Not in a sexual <laughs> way. All right. Uh, real quick here, I want to mention some patrons who joined the show since we last spoke. Tattoo Gigolo. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Brian's Scrote. Oh, oh, hi, Brian Scrote. How you doing down there? Yeah, doing yeah. good. Um, Adrian Elio, Evan Hudson, Bad Robot 06, and Dave Cavanaugh all joined the Patreon oh. since we last had a show. Uh, Dave Cavanaugh of yeah. the Long Island Cavanaughs. Yeah, the Long yeah. Island Cavanaughs. Um, <laughs> very well done, all of you. Thank you for being here. And if you're like, uh, how do we convince other people that they need to join this amazing uh, thing? Well, here's one reason. Brian Dunaway is about to release the September edition of our uh, monthly show that we do as a bonus oh, for our patrons. Yes, and patrons are the only me. ones that get it. No one else gets it. It's not time release to anything. Right. They're the only ones. Okay? Yeah. So the be only in there. Ones. And then I also know that Brian Ibbett's made progress for our high tier of people. Uh, for these magnets he's making, they're amazing. Yep, they've all been printed. I need to sand the back of them and glue in the magnets, and they are good to go. Yep, we're going to ship that shit. You're going to get them. Um, ship that shit. Ship that shit, son. Anyway, I mean, lots. I'm, uh, still, I'm yeah. also still working on how we're going to show our patrons the things we show each other in our Discord while we're recording. Yeah, that's uh, it's tricky because uh, Patreon.com doesn't offer us a ton there, but we're I'm I'm working on it. We're gonna we're gonna make that a part of of every show where it makes sense. I don't think I there are some shows where we're like we don't really yeah. have anything yeah. that you can't right. see. Yeah, you don't need to see the cover of Temple of Skulls. You'll be fine. But but some weeks we have other stuff, you know, so uh, watch for that. That's patreon.com slash film sack for those who haven't joined. Get your ad free, wonderful, rad experience always and forever at patreon.com slash TM TMS film sack <laughs> film sack. Nothing wrong with TMS either. You could do it there as well. All right. Our next movie is what is it? I don't even know. What are we doing? <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, we got this right from our patrons. We uh, started a, a little uh, poll comment thread asking patrons to help us choose a film. And a bunch of them said we need to sack Flight of the Navigator. Uh, specifically, I want to name Banana Zit and Craig Taus. <laughs> Banana Zit. Uh, Banana Zit. Yeah, okay. That's a, that's a patron of ours. Sure. Um, we're going we're gonna to have to watch Flight of the Navigator on Disney Plus. So dust off your, your Disney subscription. Hmm. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna find out all about it next week. Nice. Uh, mine doesn't have any dust on it. I just watched something on there. Can't uh-huh. remember what, yeah. but something. Irish watch. She Hulk. No, I haven't seen She Hulk yet. I need to watch that. It's good. You do. Yeah. It's only one out, right, or two now? Two out. Two, two out. Yeah. Okay. Two thirty-minute episodes, super quick. The Green Lady. Thirty minutes. What am I made of time? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's Flight of the Navigator. Long time coming. Finally going to happen. That'll be next time on FilmSack. FilmSack.com is our website. And don't forget that Patreon again. Patreon.com slash FilmSack. FilmSack at gmail.com is our email address. And we're on Twitter at FilmSack. Leave us a review wherever you get your shows. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. No more Wagner. We'll see you next time. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com.